Welcome to The Pilgrim, the podcast for Jesus followers like you who wants tips and advice to grow their faith in the ups and downs of journeying through this world. I am O.O. Living and I'm your host. Just yesterday, I overheard some people discussing about the fact that we have been hearing that Jesus is coming again, but he hasn't still come. So they decided to live in the normal. Life as usual, many will come to realize, was never life as usual. When Christ returns, many will indeed discover too late that they lived within the dream. Years come and years went. They grew and grew old, but never awoke. Normal life lied to them. So Jesus foretells, When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days, before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Matthew 24, 37 to 39. The end time return of Jesus will be as the end time days of Noah. Of what did Noah's days consist? Busy people unaware, eating, drinking, partying, marrying, and doing weddings, going about life as usual. The very morning of the flood, people simply concerned themselves with whatever laid before them. The immediate seemed most urgent, most read, cooking meals, changing diapers, preparing weddings, walking, buying and selling, everything and anything we could think of in a typical everyday life. This seems to, to them the greatest issues of life until the rain began to fall. Life, like, like many today, the people of Noah's days abstracted the meaning of life from the normalcy of their average days. They touched today and it felt like every day. They began work and finished work. They ate, ate again and finished their work to eat. They played in their free time, busied with homework and house projects. They, they talked and listened, laughed and yawned, rose from sleep and slept. Nothing extraordinary. Each day didn't feel like it had eternal significance. Nothing out of this world felt at stake. Today didn't feel like anything but today. Eternity didn't grow before their eyes like grass that needs mulling. They did not go unsettled to consider the unseen. Life was simply normal. And when they did, the unreality of it seems as unbelievable as rain drowning a dry land days away from sea. They instituted what is ultimate about life from the ordinary experiences of life. A fatal mistake. 
and as the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Why they consider that daily planners anxious about what they consider the real contents of Mondays, Tuesdays, Fridays, Saturdays? Noah walked with his son on the unlikely. He walked on the unthinkable. While the world ate and drank, Noah labored. Why they went on with things as usual? He and his son prepared the stadium-sized boat to shelter his, to shelter the family. It was by faith, Hebrews 11.7 says, that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God who warned him about the things that had never happened before. Imagine the scene. Just imagine the scene. Imagine the thing about it. Decade after decade, children were born, diapers were was changed, houses were built. Adults looked out their windows and saw what they had seen since childhood. Noah and his sons laboring on the big boat. And Noah spoke a message as strange as the boat he was building. A wound of divine judgment. Perhaps some listened the first week. But eventually, the listeners needed to get back to normal life. After all, the rain he has been preaching for 20 years has not fallen. Noah's normal life was different. Even though he too ate and drank and arranged marriages for his three sons, he did he did this with an with an ear bent to hear God's voice, a hammer in his hand for God's work, and eyes returned to the skies awaiting for God's promise. His feasting was not forgetful, his drinking was not distracting. His marriage ceremonies did not deter his mission-centeredness. Unlike citizens of this world, he lived ready, he lived prepared, he believed God that the waters could come. As decades multiplied, Noah kept walking, kept proclaiming, kept resisting the temptation to stop and return to normal, to normal life as usual, as it will be at Jesus' second coming. As an unexpected day arrived. The day began like any other day. They woke up and gazed through their windows to still find that old man now heading all kind of wild beasts into his boat. They could still hear his voice saying, Turn from your sins, repent and cry to God. He will he is willing to spare you from this impending judgment. This boat stretches long enough for all who would come. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps they, they felt sorry for the old fool. Windows closed and the day's, and the day's care consumed their thoughts. But that day, Noah and his family entered the ark not to be seen again. The Lord shot him in and the windows of heaven opened. So what's the point? Why am I saying all this? The point is that normal days, then and now, may not be what we think. Normal days, unconcerned with, with eternity, unconcerned with God, sin and what the second coming of Christ, are fatal fiction. 
what most experience as normal Mondays, normal work week, normal weekends arrives as waves carrying judgment and eternity ever closer. The important thing about these last days is that they precede the return of the king. But the experience with should we let it cause us to eat, host, drink, tell stories, laugh, watch the games, go on dates, marry and give in marriage, unmindful and unprepared. Such were the days of Noah. They did not realize that the great things, the true thing, the most important, relevant thing dwelt above their experience. A world exists elsewhere, a place where ultimate reality lives. And even now, his hand is knocking on the door. Consider, consider what is more real to you. This week's to-do list or the promise of Christ's return. When he comes, all plans of the next week will die. Books will go unread. Weddings will be cancelled. Dead plans erased. In a moment, the unbelieving will hear the act door shut. Life will cast off its common cloak as the wall collapses. Jesus caused the world to prepare for him. He said, You also must. Be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. Matthew twenty four forty four. Let me say this before you get to this episode all wrong. To prepare is not to build a boat in the backyard, but to eat and drink, speak and marry, all while looking and waiting for Christ's promised coming. We will live mindful of eternal souls. We will expect rain. We will live in reverent fear of God. What does the world see you building? Yeah. If they look out from their window, what do they see you building? Is there anything in your life that can only be explained by Christ and His return? Do not be deceived by the normalcy of the weeks and years as the past. In each, eternity is at stake. In each, he approaches. Ultimate reality will not linger out of sight much longer. Forever happiness and horror lay just beyond the clouds. Are you ready for his return? I believe you have been challenged by these words. Thanks for joining me today. If you are new to the Pilgrim Podcast, you can subscribe from your listening platform or you can search our growing archive for more talks on the Christian life. I am your host, O.O. Living. Thanks for listening. See you next time.